1: Welcome in to another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a safe space for you foul-mouthed fantasy players out there. Tonight, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, and the Fantasy Fish. How's it going? It's going, man. You know, it's funny, we're talking about, I mean, we're a we're podcast only, so you can't like see me, but we were just talking about like, toys, because I have like, a couple like stupid limited edition Funko Pop toys, and it's like one of those hobbies where I wish I didn't pick it up, because now like they're kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <'cause laughs> want to buy more? Yeah, well, they make them for fucking everything. Like every cartoon you liked as a kid growing up, like every TV show, video game. They have athletes like you. You trick not
0: look. Fucking, Just don't yeah. look, because my thing is, I like sports autograph things, and if you look, you're gonna buy something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like you're
0: gonna, you're well, gonna, you're gonna find something
1: you like. And you didn't buy it. like pristine auction hashtag, not a sponsor, but friend of the show. Um, you know, dude, cause like, like I bought, like, you know, I'm getting autographed jerseys for like fucking like 20 bucks and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> you're just like, dude, like this is a dangerous website. Cause I love that shit too. Yeah. You can get deals. You can get ripped off
0: there too. If you aren't careful though, not like ripped off. It's not like they're trying to rip you off. It's just, it's bid over than what it sells on like eBay, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really buy things to flip. You know, I buy things because I like things, you know. Right. Yeah,
0: me too. But you could buy the same thing for cheaper somewhere else. Occasionally. Not very often, I don't think. Yeah,
1: that was frustrating. Cause usually, actually, like, I, bought, I don't even... Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, it's usually like pretty even. I was trying to get a Drew Brees yeah. mini helmet for, like, years. And it was always, like, around, you know, in between $400 and $500. And my wife... Finally, just bought it. Went on eBay, and it was right around that price. I think it was like close to four hundred bucks.
1: See, that's the frustrating part because I remember I got in like a bidding war because you know it's also exciting and it's fun. And yeah, it is fun. uh, I bought a jersey. I don't even remember who it was, but I got and it wasn't like crazy expensive. But then I went on eBay and I could have bought the same shit for like eighty five, which was less than what I I was like. Fuck, Mm should have just looked on fucking eBay instead of just getting all like into the whole bidding war. But the one yeah, thing I will
0: say that's nice about pristine, at least, I'm sure there's other auction sites that are similar, but you know your stuff's verified coming from yes. them. eBay, Absolutely. there could be a little bit of scam and stuff going on. There's not. I, I've never ran into a scam on eBay, but I know they happen, and I know mm-hmm. it's not the same on pristine because it's like verified sellers and everything.
1: See, this is why pristine auction should become a sponsor. Because look at that plug you just gave them. But it is true. Yeah, yeah they're all like sure. JSA authenticated. They're all like yeah Beckett wherever the fuck the witnessed
0: yeah. and everything yeah they got all mm-hmm. kinds of good stuff
1: and that's huge because like I mean the only time I ever buy things off eBay or like if the seller has like you know 5 star reviews or whatever like he doesn't look like a sick although you have to you do have to be careful though because there was a guy he was selling because I was just looking up like autograph cards because surprisingly you know like like insider tip for you listeners out there autograph cards are a lot cheaper than like jerseys mini helmets footballs. And they're easier to display. If you,
0: if you like live in a little apartment and you want some sports memorabilia to display, cards, cards, mini helmets are the way to yeah. go. Unless you, if you're a baseball fan and get baseballs because it's all small. Like jerseys, like where are you going to put it? <laughs> Unless you have a so big that's room. that's the
1: thing. I, I, have, I have accumulated quite a collection of autographed jerseys. And it's like, well, that's going to take up the entire wall, which would look cool but then I can't display like my other fun shit. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but, um, but yeah, I was looking at autograph cards and I was like, and this guy who's selling them for crazy cheap. And I was like, dude, how's this guy have like a, like a Justin Herbert autograph card for like, you know, like, like six bucks. And then when I looked into the guy's account, it's he copies the autograph himself and then signs the cards himself. So he forges
0: their signature?
1: Yeah, and I'm like, well, one, that's super illegal, but he does disclose that he is signing them. Is
0: it illegal? I mean, it's a replica, right?
1: I think as long as you disclose that it's not... Yeah, it's a replica autographed
0: jersey. Yeah. Card.
1: Then I think it's okay. And it's not like a legal binding document like a check or a contract or anything like that. So I don't (laughs) know. Some scandalous
0: but, shit still, though.
1: Yeah. But it was still, like, I don't know. I was like, oh, that sucks. But, yeah, like, but, but that's, but, but, again, that's the nice thing about um pristine auction is because you know your stuff's legit. Plus, like, and, and it's kind of cool, too, because, like, when you buy, like, an autographed jersey off them, they're not, like, the actual, like, Nike Reebok, like, you know, $150 jersey. It's, like, those cheap, like, made-in-China jerseys, but it, it's printed in the similar fashion, so and because all you care about is the back of the jersey with the autograph on it, anyways. Like you don't care that the mm-hmm. front doesn't say. You know, Saints have you
0: seen the other ones go, um, on sale? you could actually buy real autograph jerseys on pristine auction occasionally, and they are yes. not uh, cheap. They're uh, like five grand. No,
1: <laughs> so that's the thing. Because like I, I remember a while back, I got a signed Aaron Donald jersey off their website. Again, not a sponsor, but it was like fuck. It was like fifty bucks. But then his authentic. Reebok or uh, Nike jersey, the starting bid was like four hundred dollars because the jersey itself is worth a lot more money. Mm The same thing when you're talking about like the uh, official helmet versus the other helmet, like the the like the other ones have no padding or anything inside them; it's just a shell.
0: Some of them have like fake padding inside too, but yeah, there's some that are just a shell.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. But yeah, fun stuff. It's 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 a shame because you know I'm a large man child, but now I have adult money. So, like when I was a kid, it prevented me from getting a lot of things because I couldn't afford things. But now I have money and can't afford things, and I just buy whatever I want. It's, yeah, you it's, don't it's a sickness.
0: When you're an adult, you don't
1: stop getting toys; you get cooler toys. Dude, look at my sweet Funko Pops back there. Those things are fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. But all right, uh for tonight's show, a little bit different. because um, you know, normally we break down by division, but since there was an uneven balance to games, we're gonna break down your Thursday night game and your early morning game. So the ten o'clock games for us West Coast, best coast people, and the this will be one in the afternoon for you, East Coast weirdos out there. Um little bit of news you know, it's funny. I'm not even going to lie to you. I didn't even look at the news today, so I'm literally scrolling as... Sometimes that's how it's got to go, man. Life happens, man. Life happens. Uh, a lot of did-not practices today, but a lot of veteran, you know, veterans just monitor that stuff. The one I will bring up is Keenan Allen. He was limited today, and this motherfucker's been limited forever. So definitely keep an eye on that. Um, Lamar Jackson was limited, but I, I don't fully so- you know, worry about that. The one that's uh
0: concerned to me is the J.K. Dobbins. Didn't practice. His knee flared mm-hmm. up or, and tightened up last week. Kenyon Drake looked all right filling in, so like why wouldn't they fill him in again if Dobbins is not a hundred percent?
1: Absolutely. Uh Andy Dalton was removed from the week seven injury report, so it looks like he's gonna be the starter. Actually, no, 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 was good too. So I don't know. I'm excited about the, this matchup because uh, this is kind of a fun fact for you fish this year. The saints are trying to defeat every bird team this year. Cause they're actually playing all of them. Falcons, Seahawks, Cardinals, Ravens, and Eagles. And they're two and O oh right now. Cause they beat the Falcons, beat the Seahawks. And then they're taking on the Cardinals.
0: Hell yeah. Our path so, to the playoffs, the birds. I don't
1: know. Everyone else, I'm not that concerned. Should be back. Dak Prescott's, yeah, he should be back this week. And so I think we talked about it on
0: Monday because we knew Marquise Brown. Um, now they're saying at least a month for sure. So at least there's a little more clarity there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, James Connors game time decision.
1: No, no Detroit Lions practice today.
0: <laughs> yeah, Swift is concerning too. Like he said that there, he's pushing to play this week. I mean, I figured he would be a, a lot better, but pushing to play is not the most convincing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Odell Beckham is regarded as a strong contender to sign with the Kansas City Chiefs, which would be exciting because they clearly need, like, a stud wide receiver, but I just don't know how healthy um, OBJ would be at this time. So that, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't. It, it's weird, like, Who's saying this stuff? Odell Beckham's linking himself to the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. That's, <laughs> what if the Chiefs don't want him? They're like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? We didn't even hit you up, man. <laughs>
0: He's like, yeah, but I called you, man. I called
1: you. Did you bring up James Conner? He's a game-time decision for
0: Game-time decision, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I did or
1: not. That's really about it. I don't know. I'm not, as I'm scrolling, I don't really see anything that, oh, Jarvis Landry's out tomorrow, and Michael Thomas is out for being a fucking bitch, but Chris Olave is going to be out there getting all the targets. Traquan Smith uh, might be a sneaky, like, desperation ad, especially because, like, this week's buys, you know, you got the Rams, Bills, Vikings, and someone else. It was Rams, Bills, Vikings, and what the fuck else I got right here? Eagles. So, you're missing A.J. Brown, um, you know, Devonta Smith, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Davis, all those guys. (laughs) Yeah, Cooper Cup. Yeah, so, I mean, hey, you know, Traquan Smith had a touchdown last week, so it could Mm -hmm. happen. Cardinals defense sucks. So, I'm actually forced to play Traquan Smith in a league, and I'm actually not even that mad about it. There's a chance he might be okay.
0: <laughs> he might. I mean, he's shown flashes before. He's
1: kind of cool. hit and all miss. Right. The well, worst
0: options out there, I think.
1: If we missed any news, I'm terribly sorry. It's just you know, we bring it up before. We're we're a small independent podcast. I we all have lives and jobs and families, so sometimes
0: we got shit to do.
1: Yeah. Hey man, I live I live beyond the wall in, of Game of Thrones, so I gotta prepare for winter. So I've been doing that all day today. So that yeah, that's, that's
0: a real fun. deal. You gotta do that,
1: dude. It sucks. For those of you that don't live in snow or like weathered places, it fucking sucks. Like it's cool, but it sucks at the same time. I didn't know you had to like prep your house for winter. That was a thing I never knew was a thing. Here yeah. All right. You're like,
0: dude. It's barely rained here. I don't know. What, I don't know what snow.
1: Yeah. All right, moving on. We got the Thursday night game. The two and four Saints taking on the two and four Arizona Cardinals. Vegas has the over under at forty four with the Cardinals favored at minus two. But I I actually I think the Saints win this game. I just you know, uh Robbie Anderson was recently added, but he there's a chance he doesn't play. You know, they talked about how he needs to be uh more comfortable with the offense, but I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins is coming out. Allegedly. He'll probably get a couple so snaps. Exciting.
0: Robbie Anderson, they'll, they'll give Robbie Anderson four or five plays and be like, just go run straight.
1: Yeah, you're great at the nine route. Just go do that. <laughs> but uh, for fantasy purposes, uh, uh, for the Saints, what, Kamara and Olave? And I guess you still keep rolling out Taysom Hill as your tight end, right?
0: Yeah, he might as well. Taysom, tight ends, we already talked about it. It's gross and it's worth a shot.
1: Is Juwan Johnson worth adding, or is he more of, like, a dynasty guy? Like, would you want to roster him in redraft? Because, I mean, last week he had some involvement. You know, four catches, 41 yards on six targets. Although, you know what? I, actually, I take that back as I say that. Because if Jameis Winston's the quarterback tomorrow, he never throws the tight end. He only throws to wide receivers.
0: Yeah, 15 yards down the field. Yeah. I mean, Juwan Johnson had a good game against Tampa Bay. Not that good, but target-wise, good. He only had 40 I'm yards, just sad but.
1: because uh, when Jameis Winston's a quarterback, it absolutely tanks Kamara's fantasy production. Mm-hmm. He's so much better. The, the last two weeks, Dalton was the quarterback, and Alvin Kamara was a running back one the last two weeks. The one game he had with Jameis Winston, he was like, meh.
0: Yeah, you kind of wonder if it's going to like ever change. Because they tried well, to coach that kind of out of him and when Sean Payton was there, but it doesn't seem to have worked.
1: Yeah. Um, other side of the ball, Kyler Murray, obviously. Eno Benjamin actually filled in fairly admirably for uh, Connor last week, You know, running 15 carries for 37 yards, three catches. So that's not too bad.
0: The nice thing about this with Eno is it's Thursday night, so you have all your pivot options opened. Mm-hmm. So pay attention before the game. Log into your fantasy app early. Well, especially
1: if if Connor's out, you absolutely play Eno though. I think this is a, you know, decent enough matchup for him.
0: Oh yeah, certainly, but if Connor plays,
1: yeah, then I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was talking, so last night, shout out to Martin. I was a a guest on the Dynasty Pylon show. Uh, that was a lot of fun, but he was like kind of shitting on DeAndre Hopkins last night. And me personally, I don't know, man. If you held on to DeAndre Hopkins for six weeks, and if he is a full... like, Because it hasn't been confirmed that he's going to play tomorrow. I have a feeling he is going to play because Arizona's desperate. They need all the help they can get.
0: He wasn't injured. Why wouldn't he play? Exactly. He was making himself healthier by doing steroids. He's going to be just fine.
1: Exactly. But I'm actually very excited about him for this game because... I, I brought this up on Twitter, and I'll bring it up again right now. the
0: Saints suck?
1: Yes. But DeAndre Hopkins, this is going to be the healthiest he will be the entire season. He's going to have the freshest legs out of everybody on the field. So, I mean... I think this is this has the potential to be a great game, great game for DeAndre Hopkins. Now, the only concern that I do have, and we've seen it before, like the, the the football players that skip the preseason and then they just go straight into week one, a lot of hamstring and groin and like the small the soft tissue injuries because they haven't, you know, played football speed in in a month. So,
0: I could see that, but my thing is he's healthy. He's been practicing I think. Mm-hmm. Like I think you're allowed to practice when you're suspended. Maybe not. I don't know. But he's probably been doing something. He's probably been working out, staying in shape, doing drills. Like it's not like com- somebody coming back from an injury or coming back from partying all off season. Like he's he's had time to get to get up to speed and he's like he doesn't need to like learn a playbook or anything, you know.
1: Exactly. And then uh until further, you know, tight ends a gross position. I think you keep rolling out Zach Ertz until, you know, he seems fantasy irrelevant. But I will say this for the people that are sh- talking shit going like, you know, Ertz is gonna have DeAndre Hopkins back, blah, blah, blah. He played with DeAndre Hopkins last year and Ertz was good. So he did just Ertz fine.
0: fine. Ertz has had double digit targets in every game except two, and both games he didn't have double digit targets, he scored a touchdown. Yeah. So like that's like you can't not play him.
1: Exactly. All right, moving on. Two and four Cleveland Browns taking on the three and three Baltimore Ravens. Vegas has the over under forty five and a, which is surprising, forty five and a half with Baltimore favored at minus six and a half. So I guess they're implying that Cleveland won't put up a lot of points, but Baltimore will. Um, I think Baltimore wins this game. I I think, like Cleveland has been okay. Like they're doing, they're hanging in there surprisingly well, but I don't know. Baltimore. Yeah, can't and Baltimore's
0: risk- not living up to their expectations. But I still think they'll win also.
1: Yeah. um, For fantasy though, like, I don't know, Cleveland's tough. Like you play Chubb, you play uh, Hunt. I think Amari Cooper's in every play and every week play, dude. Wide receiver 10. I mean, he he's had two dud, dud games, but he's had four stud games and he's getting a lot of targets. I love Amari Cooper still. Yep. Um, for sure. DPJ you know, you talked about him on our waiver show guy's been really like cutting out a role for himself out there. And especially like, again, there's some stud wide receivers on bye week this week. There's a chance that DPJ um, is available. So, you know, grab him, especially because man, Baltimore's defense kind of sucks this year too. They're giving up a lot of points. Um, Like, like just looking at their game logs and they, they surrendered 42 to Miami 26 to new England, you know, they gave up 24 to the Giants, so DPJ might be in play. And then uh dude, David and Joku, man, like finally like stepping up, which is surprising.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's taken him a little longer than than most tight ends, but he's only 26 Mm-hmm. You know, we were just talking about what's his face? Um Juwan Johnson. Juan Johnson is uh let me look real quick
1: did like, 27? I think I saw he was 27.
0: He's 26 also, but he's only been in yeah. the league three years. Like, so way less so experience. So, Joku came in as a baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Titan takes a long time to get used to in the pro league, so it's not surprising that he's coming on now. I just don't know if it's going to hold.
1: Yeah. Other side of the ball, you play Lamar. If ba- If Bateman's healthy, would you play Bateman this week? He's missed the last uh, 2 games with injury so that's kind of scary.
0: Might be forced to play him in a couple of leagues. If you could avoid it that's that's great. Mm-hmm. But he you know, he I think if he plays and he's healthy, he still has wide receiver 2 upside. So
1: See me me personally I'm just worried though cuz like, you know, like I said missing 2 weeks because of injury is kind of like not nothing to scoff at, <laughs> you know? Like that's still like a I don't know, man. He missed two weeks, so and I think it's his foot. Yeah, it's a foot foot sprain. It
0: that's kind of where I'm at with it is I would avoid it if I can, but Mm -hmm. it's probably not terrible if you have to play him. Like he could be if he's we don't know how healthy he is. He was limited to today. If he practices on full on Friday, I'd be a lot more comfortable with it. But my guess is he's going to be limited until the game.
1: Yeah. Um. Moving on three and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the horrible one and five Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Vegas has the over under. This one's actually pretty funny. 40 and, and a half, but Tampa Bay's favorite at minus 10 and a half. Um, God damn Carolina. Just trade everybody. Just go complete tank full on rebuild trade away. McCaffrey trade DJ more to the chargers, please. Like that's, that's all I want. That's all yeah. I want <laughs> for fantasy purposes. You know, I, I'd play every buck, Including Tom Brady, even though he's been so wishy-washy. Um, yeah, Tom Brady. Although tough. I wouldn't play K-Dop. The thing with
0: Tom Brady is he's only had two good games against Kansas City and Atlanta. And even Atlanta wasn't that great.
1: It was just salvageable. Yeah, but Carolina's defense. Because the problem is, like, right now with Tom Brady is uh, the offensive line's been banged up, so he's having, like, no time to pass. And as far – I could be wrong – but I'm let's see. I'm looking it up right here. Uh, the Carolina Panthers only have nine sacks on the season, so so it looks like the pass rush probably isn't the most devastating thing out there. So I don't know. I think Tom Brady's an okay play this week.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm still rolling them out in our home league. I don't know. I'm kind of a lost cause in that league, but I'm. I got Jared Goff. As an alternative. And Jared Goff could do good, but he could also suck. So it's kind of like, who's got better receivers, who's got higher upside? Just give— Because
1: I, I suck in our home league, too. Give me your best players. We'll call our team Megazord. We'll try to make a run at it.
0: <laughs> That's collusion. <laughs> we'll get in trouble. Yeah,
1: fuck yeah. I don't—you know, those idiots listen to this show, so they won't even know what we're doing.
0: <laughs> well, there's probably one or two idiots that
1: listen. Actually, I think they all listen to our show, but that's besides the point. Uh Carolina side, you play McCaffrey and that's it. Because I, I love DJ more, but you just I don't know. You can't do you just, it, dude. They're rolling PJ Walker back out there. Yeah. So I just poor Christian McCaffrey. What a waste of a yeah. of what could have been a great career. He I mean, different players because, you know, one was truly dominant, but he kinda reminds me of Barry Sanders on the Detroit Lions.
0: Where, dude, I was watching Barry Sanders highlights like two weeks ago. It's so good.
1: I saw someone make the comparison, and at first I laughed about it because I was like, I don't think like a young person wrote that. And I was like, you probably didn't truly understand what Barry Sanders was (laughs) because, like, he actually got the team to the playoffs. Whereas, you know, that's not going to happen with Christian. Not carrying
0: as much weight on his back here. And they're not making it as far either.
1: So Barry Sanders was so good. God damn, he was a good player. Yeah. Could you – like, actually, who was it? It was like – I think it was like Des Bryant or, I don't know, some former pro. He said, could you imagine Barry Sanders with the Dallas Cowboys offensive line back in those days? He would have had every rushing record. He would have rushed for like 3,000 yards in the season.
0: He probably would have. So, let's see here. I'm looking at – this is a nice segue to our next game here, Detroit and Dallas. I'm just looking at Amon Ra, thinking of Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson and just saying – Amon Ross probably got a good four more years before he retires.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everybody quits there early. Him and DeAndre headed out,
1: man. It's true. Uh for the uh one and four Detroit Lions taking on the four and two Dallas Cowboys. Vegas has the over under forty nine. Dallas favored at minus seven. Um I Dallas wins this game. Like there's no like their defense is on a whole nother level right now. And I, I think the game will be fun and I think it'll be a fun game to watch. But their defense is so fucking good. But I mean for fantasy, you know, Amon Ross should be healthy coming off the bye, so I'd play him. I think Josh Reynolds is still a sneaky, like, you know, especially if Chark is if Chark is out again. Because Chark, you know, he missed two weeks going into the bye. So if Chark's out, I kinda like Josh Reynolds still. Be healthy, DeAndre Swift, please. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm desperate, for uh, him, man. Like Jamal Williams, you know, obviously he, you play him if if Swift is out. Although I I think Jamal Williams has earned himself in every week play anyways, just whether Swift is in or out. Um,
0: that's tough, man. I'd say start him for sure if Swift is out, and I maybe even this week I'd say start him. But I don't know about an every-week start. Just because, I mean, he played against Washington. He scored 6.5 fantasy points. He had 12 rushes for 53 yards. In his game against Philly, he had 11 rushes for only 28 yards. And he he somehow got two touchdowns because DeAndre Swift ran the ball 60 yards and fell at the one-yard line both times. That's true. Um, Which could happen again, but that's hard to count on. Yeah. And then play every Dallas Cowboy.
1: Play all of them. Yeah, I don't know about Schultz, man. Schultz, Schultz is a question mark to me because he keeps re-injuring his knee. So I wonder if he's actually, like, much more hurt than he is. I mean, they, the news says that he uh, practiced full today. But I don't know, man. He's missed two games with the sprained PCL. So I don't know. I, I would I wouldn't drop Schultz because tight end is disgusting. But I don't know if I'd play him. I think I would just leave him on my bench and just kind of see – how he bounces back.
0: Yeah. I'd try to do the same thing if I could.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on three and three Atlanta Falcons taking on the three and three Cincinnati Bengals. Vegas has the over under at 47 and a half. Bengals favorite at minus six and a half, which I, I think the Bengals do win this game. Like, you know, they're they're They were firing on all cylinders last week against the saints and the Falcons shouldn't be three and three right now. It's shocking that they are three and three. You're on mute, buddy. <laughs>
0: God damn it. Uh I said the only games the Falcons should have won, they lost. They should have beat the Saints yeah. week one for sure. And they lost it. So I don't know what the hell's mm. going on there.
1: Uh for fantasy purposes. I London and Pitts, maybe. I mean, my concern with London and Pitts is is that Marcus Mariota doesn't throw the ball. Like, they're they're basically another carbon copy of the Chicago Bears. Like, they just don't throw the ball.
0: Yeah, they, they can move the ball a little better as an offense. Not much better, but that's the one saving grace here. It's I'm the same with you. I'd probably try to not start anybody on the Falcons if I can. But yeah. Pitts and London, if you have to, they aren't the worst. They have a lot of upside. It's just risky business.
1: And then uh, for the Bengals, Hayden Hurst is a weekly start, right? He has to be. Like, tight end is such a, you know, we always talk about it, but just with it being such a vast wasteland of a position, Hurst is, you know, he's quietly and like unsexily the tight end 11 in PPR right now. So. Yeah. I mean,.
0: I don't know. It's tight end, so you might as well roll him out there. You're you're getting about 20 to 50 yards a game out of him so far to see. He had one really dud game against the Jets. And then you might get a touchdown. You know, Mm -hmm. Atlanta's defense isn't that scary. So there's a good chance to get, you know, 40 yards and a touchdown, like we say.
1: That's what you want. Exactly. It's not a bad matchup. All right, moving on. Five and one. Surprisingly, the five and one New York Giants taking on the two and four Jacksonville Jaguars. Vegas has the over 142 and a half with Jacksonville favorite at minus three. But dude, I don't know. I I actually think the giants might win this game. Like their defense has been healthy and great and Barkley's healthy. And that's made such a difference in their offense. Like, and they're, and they're winning despite having like no wide receivers. So
0: I think well. giants win too. I, I think it's I'm kind of surprised that the Jaguars are favored here.
1: Yeah. Uh, but for fantasy purposes, Wandale Robinson. Um, I mean, he did play in week one, but I don't really count that. I count last week as more of his season debut. I mean, he only played in 23 percent of the snaps, but still had four targets, three for 37 and a touchdown. It's an it's an OK matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I think like, you know, if you're looking for a week filler if you're, at the very least, I think he's a bench stash. I think you should at least throw him on your bench. And just kind of wait to see what happens. But there's not a lot of competition for targets there. So I think Wandale Robinson's definitely at least worth an ad.
0: Yeah, I have him in the in few leagues, mostly dynasty leagues, but it's going to begin to favor him more, in my opinion. It, it's gonna have to. Like he's mm-hmm. the only receiver that's explosive looking. Like I know he didn't like he had four targets, three receptions for 37 yards, so he averaged 12 yards a reception. And he got a touchdown, so it's like, yeah. Did he have a good game? Kinda, but really, he didn't have like numbers. But he's like the only receiver getting anything done there. So, it's, yeah. like I said, it's going to have to start to favor him. I definitely think that you should be picking him up while you can. Where you can.
1: Then uh, for Jacksonville, your boy James Robinson, like your new your your new boyfriend, he's been kind yeah, of. I'm gonna uh, have
0: to rethink that.
1: I know, like you're gonna have to rethink that relationship because like ETN is slowly chipping away taking over the lead back duties i mean it's still essentially a 50 50 split you know i'm looking at snap percentages i mean etn has the edge but i mean even jemichael hasty's getting involved too which is pissing me off but
0: i mean etn has an edge but i I really don't feel like it's an edge when you play less than 10 percent more snaps i'm like concerned about robinson obviously but like he's running the ball well still just last week against the colts he had 12 carries 54 yards that's four and a half a carry, if, yeah. you know, one of those big plays goes. Like, there's a lot of plays that you have to think about like this. Like, ETN had a couple big plays that would have been big regardless of who the running back was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. like when we talked about Kenny and Drake the other day, and it was like, Kenny and Drake had a big game, but he also had, like, a broken play on defense, you know?
1: Yeah, he had that 160-yard touchdown
0: run. Right, the numbers are inflated for ETN because of that, but I do think they're close to even. I, th- I still, I'd probably favor ETN also. Really going forward, but I think Robinson might be just fine as a flex.
1: Yeah, um, I like Christian Kirk. I think Zay Jones is, you know, like again, bye week filler flex, wide receiver three kind of guy, and then Evan Ingram, man, I think he's uh, he must be rostered, and I think you can play Evan Ingram. He scored yeah, he three games. To score a touchdown. Yeah, but he's not. He yeah. hasn't been doing awful though. He's he's been all right for fantasy. So
0: he's been good. He's got a quite a few games more than six targets, which is for tight end. I'll take it.
1: Yeah. All right. Moving on. Three, two, and one. Indianapolis Colts taking on the three and two Tennessee Titans. Vegas has the over under at forty two and a half with the Titans favored at minus two and a half. I, I actually think the Titans probably win this game you know, they're coming off the bye, So they've had an extra week to prep for this game. And the Colts, look, it's going to be a close game. Yes. It's going to be a low scoring game. It's just going to be, I mean, uh, assuming Jonathan Taylor's healthy, it's probably just going to be, you know, a run, run, run team versus run team. But, but apparently Jonathan Taylor, you know, monitor that he's been uh, limited in practice, but he has missed the last two weeks with an ankle injury. So, you know, be aware of that, obviously. Uh, Naheem Hines is allegedly out of the concussion protocol. Now he actually practiced in full today. Um, my my waiver wire superstar, uh, Dion Jackson, the 10 catches for 79 yards, he, he actually returned to practice as well. So um, in our home league, I don't want to drop Jackson yet because I'm just waiting to see what happens to Jonathan Taylor. Um, but, you know, you play Pittman, you play Pierce, Actually, do you play Pierce? Yeah. Are you interested in playing Pierce now? He's had three double-digit games, double-digit point games in a row. Um, I'm, I'm fine you... with it
0: as a flex. Maybe wide receiver three if you're in a three-wide receiver league. I really think, and this is just a hunch, I don't know if it'll happen. I'm not like making a projection for the future, but I really think Matt Ryan, that offensive line, will start to turn it around a bit and they'll be able to. Be more dynamic as an offense, and that'll help everybody yeah. here. I mean, we saw it a little bit last week without Taylor, you know.
1: Yeah, and Michael Pittman, you know, 16 targets, 13 for 134, you know, and you like that's that's the potential that Pittman has, and that's what I've, you know, been waiting all year to see. So, right. uh, Titans, you just play Derrick Henry. Yep. Maybe Robert Woods yeah. if you're desperate, but you have to be pretty desperate. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Robert Woods has one game with more than 50 yards receiving. Yeah. All
1: right. Last game we're going to talk about tonight. Got the three and three Green Bay Packers taking on the two and four Washington Commanders. Vegas has the over under at 42.5, with Green Bay favorite at minus five. Dude, I don't even know what to do. Like, I think Green Bay wins this game purely because Taylor Heineke's the quarterback. But, dude, Green Bay sucks right now. Like, they're just a bad team. Like, yeah, they are. They need receivers, man. Yeah, it's just, it's bad. They're hard to watch. Mm hmm. They are. You know, lost to the Giants, lost to the Jets. It's just like, the fuck are you guys doing out there? Um, But for fantasy purposes, uh, do, do you take it? Mean, I, well, I mean, you probably have to play Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, right? <laughs> to, like,
0: you might be in a position where you cannot play AJ Dillon. I'll say that he's yeah. only scored double-digit fantasy points week one and hasn't since. And depending upon where you drafted him, you may have another running back or even a receiver if you're doing him in a flex. That that could mm-hmm. be more consistent. But yeah, you have to play Aaron Jones though.
1: Aaron Jones is a stud, and he's so involved in like the passing game and stuff. Um, for wide mm-hmm. receivers, I think you keep rolling out alan lazard he's playing almost 100 of snaps i mean roger's been targeting him a lot he's scored you know in back-to-back games but out of the five games he's played this year he scored in four of them
0: yeah he's got four touchdowns
1: yeah then in the one game he didn't score a touchdown he went six for 116 so i think alan lazard's a weekly pet play um he he kind of looks at for romeo dubs Dubs as well so i mean maybe wide receiver three or like a flex Kind of thing. Although Big Bob Tunyon, Big Bob, My yeah, man. dude, Big Bob, man, welcome back. Uh, I, I think I think Bob Tunyon, he's back, especially with uh, Randall Cobb out. Dude, this motherfucker got twelve targets last week. That's huge for a tight end.
0: Yeah, and and he produced out of it too. So he's gaining that trust of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not—he's a selfish little bastard. If you like make a bad play, like he's not going to look your way. Mm-hmm. At least and for then, a while, uh, you know.
1: On the commander side of the ball. I don't want to play anybody. Honestly. Yeah, me I mean, m- maybe Terry McLaurin just cause of the upside, but he might get the Jair Alexander treatment and they shut him down all night. I mean, mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel, you know, off to a hot start, but gross. Then, you know, my, my, my boyfriend Gibson and, and Robinson, you know, split in the backfield and JD McKissick gets involved. Like this offense is kind of like a, I don't know, just avoid until someone clearly separates himself. Now, you know, I'm in a league where I have to play Terry McLaurin, which really breaks my heart to say that because I love Terry McLaurin. Like, I shouldn't say, oh, man, I have to play him, but I do. And Yeah. It just sucks.
0: I'm interested. I don't think I'd play him, but I'm interested to see what Dotson does if he comes back because he's got four touchdowns already this year, just like – Lazard, he's only not scored in one game. I mean, it's a different quarterback, which is kind of who the hell knows. But, Mm. like, he's getting to a point where he may, you know, he's playing a lot, aside from Dallas where he got hurt, he's playing 85 plus percent of snaps. He's getting targets. But he's an interesting player to keep an eye on, see how healthy he is, because he might be available in some leagues still. If not, he maybe you're stashing him on your bench, like he's getting close to being a weekly flex play. If yeah. he's back to his normal self when he comes back.
1: Well, he's so fast and shifty, and you know, like like hat off hats off to Big Rome for you know talking about Dotson pre preseason, saying like I love this kid. Like you know, he's coming from a, a slightly smaller school, so. People aren't as interested in him, Cause especially because he wasn't like a Garrett Wilson or George Pickens or Traylon Burks.
0: Well, I mean, he went to Penn State. That's not that small of a school, but I guess they haven't been doing great lately. So it's... yeah,
1: but it also, but it's not like it, it's not like an Ohio State or an LSU or
0: yeah, it's not know. a receiver machine.
1: No, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like, like I said, I mean. I mean, if you have to play a wide receiver out of that bunch, it probably be Terry McLaurin, but I do like Dotson though. I, I think, cause who knows, maybe Dotson, maybe he was on the scout offense in the pre, in the preseason. So Taylor Heineke is the scout quarterback. So maybe they have some site, some si- sort of relationship together, but I don't know. Like yeah, I, personally, know. If, if you can avoid, I don't think I'd playing, play him. If you can afford to not play a commander, I think it's better that way. Cause it's, this game is not going to be pretty. I mean, like like the implied point total of uh, 41 and a half. I mean, so, and, and, and they're assuming that, uh, you know, the commanders at home are going to score around 15 points. So. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, it, it's not going to be good. But cool. Hey, that breaks it down for your morning games. So it's a good spot to wrap it up. Uh, next episode, we're going to talk about your... Uh, Afternoon and Monday night football game. Um, sorry for the short episode. You know, life and stuff and things. So eat good. a dick. But we love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. Get us on social medias. At Filthy F Ball Show is the show. Twitter at F Football Fish is Fish's Twitter. Get Big Rome at Big Rome F uh, Instagram, Filthy Fantasy Football Show send in your emails to filthy fantasy football show at gmail.com and again thank you we'll see you next time king josh josh king
0: fantasy fish on behalf of big rum have a good one y'all